I know it's been a little while since I've posted anything like this uh, again, but I have been busy too, and I also feel kind of sick. I don't think it's coronavirus because I have all of my shots and stuff, but who knows? Maybe it is. Um, I can taste though and smell and sorry, I'm just adjusting my phone. Um, so I don't know. I've just been feeling a little weird. Um, and it's just frustrating when I get sick like this because I love to sing and it makes it really hard to sing and I don't sound, I sound more bad. (laughs) I'll put it that way. That's my downstairs neighbor that you hear outside, by the way. He gave me, like, an eighth of weed for Christmas. I saw him. I saw my downstairs neighbor at the corner store. Like, the bodega around the corner. And, uh, I see him. Well, I heard him first. And I was just like, oh, like, hey. And he's just like, uh, when you get back into the building, knock on my door. Like, I have a gift for you. And I was like, what? Um, I was like, give me a hint. Because I had no idea what it could really be like I don't know and he was just like you know put his hand up to his mouth like the weed (laughs) I was like oh okay so then I got back to my apartment building and he's just like waiting behind the front door and he hands me this bag and he's like Merry Christmas I'm like oh my god thank you that's so nice he's like it's some of my favorite strains so I was like now I have to get you a Christmas gift and my maybe like a joint or something like a nice pre-roll or I don't know (laughs) so yeah, I like my neighbors. They're funny. They're, they're characters. Um, I like when people are characters. Um, pretty much. I, honestly, like, all of my friends are very distinct. Sorry, I have a window open because it's nice out. Um, they just have very distinct personalities, and I love that about them. So, um, okay, here is something interesting that I wanted to, like, discuss. So, I've definitely, I think I've brought this up before, but I'll just say it again. I personally, like, I don't want to sound, I guess, discriminatory or whatever, but there's just certain personality types that I don't vibe with, and it's like, do your thing if that's you and you're happy, but, like, I just can't handle being, like, friends with someone like that, and, again, sorry about the traffic, uh, outside, I don't know what that is, there's a, there's a bus route, and there's also kind of, like, a construction-y sort of thing nearby, anyway, so, I would say, like, people that kind of fit the archetype of, like, histrionic personality disorder which you know I understand has a lot of overlap with other things but I've just noticed it as a personality type that I've dealt with in several iterations throughout my life and I realized several years ago that it was just not a viable thing for me and whenever I become friends with someone like It's like, if you're nice to me, then I'll like you, you know, obviously. I always give people the benefit of the doubt, but it happens every so often that the more I get to know someone, the more I'm like, I don't really like you. I'm finding you annoying and, you know, seeing 
negative traits that, you know, it's, like, not worth confronting someone like that about because, like, what are you going to say? Like, here's this aspect of your personality I don't like. Like, you know that they're not going to take it well and there's not really any good way to go about it. So you just kind of are like, uh, I just don't really like you. And then it inevitably still blows up in my face (laughs) every time. So, you know, I like to say that I've, I've grown as a person and learned how to not, you know, waste time with people like that. But knowing my track record, it'll probably happen again. Although, who knows? It's, I've been better about it. So anyway, <laughs> um, one of the, these, the people that I would consider to be in this category, it was just, you know, it's just like, especially when you're younger, I don't know, and you're girls, when I was in college and stuff, living with this person, like, we just didn't, it just ended up becoming toxic, and, you know, that happens, and when you're that age, it's like, you're more volatile, or at least I feel like I was, and I think that lots of people tended to be, because we're young, and figuring ourselves out, and don't know what the fuck we're doing with our lives, and, you know, like, at the time, when things seemed contentious, I can look back and be like, oh, that was, you know, ridiculous, but, you know, whatever, so she's just one of those people that things didn't really end on a good note with, um, kind of, like, in a mutual way, and I just kind of, like, there was a, there was a, a while where I, like, continued to hate on her because I just, like, wanted to, I was pretty unhappy with my own life, so I was just, like, would go on her Instagram and look at her art that I thought was shitty and, like, laugh at it to myself. Um, and there was one time where, like, a a painting of hers got, like, reposted by some Instagram account, and I was, like, so bitter about it. And this was, like, mean, you know? Like, this was probably the meanest thing that I did. I just commented on it, like, LMAO, and she, like, saw it and was, like, gave me a middle finger emoji, and I was, like, well, whatever. And, you know, I think it was, like, several months after that, that a mutual friend of ours passed away, that that guy that I used to date in high school. And I reached out to her, and we, like, kind of talked about it, and I was like, I just, you know, I know that things didn't end well with us, but I just, you know, wanted to make sure that you're doing okay, and, like, you know, whatever, I'm sorry that I was... I remember using the exact word, like, cunts like I was like saying I'm sorry for being a cunt to you like that wasn't cool you know and so obviously even though that's a sad situation I felt like with when when stuff like that happens when fucked up shit happens you have to like try and get as much positive from that as you can so I think that's what I was attempting to do and I would like to think that she was too so you know, that was a while ago. I think I was like 22 or 23 at that time. So, you know, many years ago. (laughs) Um, And ever since then, I was just kind of like, okay, like neutral about her. Didn't really keep up with her, but it's fine. She lived back where where we come from, um, back in the country. No, (laughs) in Michigan. But um, anyway, so uh, then you know, I think it was, like, 
I don't know, maybe, I'll say six months ago, she just popped into my head and I was like thinking about her. I saw that she blocked me on Instagram and I get that, I I totally get that if someone blocks you, you probably shouldn't like try and reach out to them. But I was also like, I felt like we left it on a good note. So like maybe that was like a residual blocking or something, like I don't know. So I just messaged her from my other Instagram that I just used for like, you know, my whatever. I was like, hey, like, I was just thinking of you. I just hope you've been doing well. Like, don't, you know, I know you blocked me. So, like, I'm sorry if this is weird. But, like, don't feel the need to respond if you don't want to. I'm just, like, saying hi. And she didn't answer, which is fine. You know, like, who cares, I guess. You know, when you give someone permission, excuse me, to, <laughs> I'm saying excuse me, it's like a truck. When you give someone permission to, like, do that then you can't be mad when they do right so i was just like that's fine and then excuse me and now i'm cracking on my joints and then one of my friends lauren she's like oh my god i just saw her shit like she lives in brooklyn now oh my god like now as much as i was like oh trying to be like cool with her it still sort of triggered me in a fucked up way where i was like oh shit night I look too fat for this girl to be in town and see me, like, potentially, you know? Which I I, hor- I re- recognize it's, like, a horrible thing to think, but I did. Um, anyway, I hadn't heard anything of it, so I just kind of... Jesus Christ, all this construction, man. I didn't hear anything else about it, so I just let it be, and I was like, if I run into her, I'll say, smile at her or something like that, like, trap her in a conversation. So, anyway, moving on. <laughs> Sorry for all that boring context and all of this beeping from construction. But my friend reached out to me, a male friend of mine who's single, and he, like, he always regales me with stories of dating in New York City, which I love. I call him my Carrie Bradshaw. And um, so he's like, I've been meaning to tell you this, but, you know, we haven't gotten to hang out, so... Let me just tell you now. And I'm like, oh my God, like what? And he's just saying, oh, I went on this, this, a date with this girl who went to the same college as you. So I was like, oh, do you know Sydney? And he said, she went white as a ghost. And I was just like, oh my God, I think there's only, there's only one person that could be. And it made sense. And I was just like, I said her name. And he was like, yes. And telling me um, <laughs> about this this horrible date that he went on but um I guess she didn't want to tell him why she was so upset that he invoked me (laughs) um but she kept bringing it up every five minutes like oh my god I can't believe you know Sydney but I'm not gonna say anything anyway I came away from there's more but I I don't want to you know I came away from that uh hearing about that, just being like, wow, you know, this whole time, you know, thinking back to all of the dumb, petty, toxic bullshit that we, we dealt with when we were like 20, you know, like, I think that I am a really different person eight years later. Obviously, I'm not totally different, but I've definitely grown. And I just assumed that that kind of went for her too. But uh, then when I heard this story, I was just like, I don't, 
I don't know if it has. There was just all this other stuff where I was like, it doesn't seem like there has been growth here that I feel like, I don't know. I just thought it was a really interesting story because I was just like, here's this person acting like I like believed them when like they were the one who made mine and other people's lives, like went out of her way to make it our lives worse. You know what I mean? And it's just a certain kind of person that, um, I don't know. I think there definitely is a kind of person that in their life, they're very sheltered. Hi, Buzz. And so like when something mildly bad happens to them, I guess, I know that it's always relative, but it's just like nothing really horrible has ever happened to someone like this because they're sheltered. So when something that's like someone was mean to me or like confronted me about something, it's it's just very traumatizing. And, you know, like, I get that we all have different shit that we've gone through. And I don't think that, like, someone should need to go through bad stuff. But I also think that, like I said, it, it, it's a kind of sheltered person, I think, like, emotionally. And, I don't know, like, it, it kind of bummed me out. But it also made me be like, <laughs> you know, are you sure? Like, because now that you live here... um will probably run into each other. I mean, that's just how it is. Fortunately, it doesn't really happen to me very often. Not that I have a lot of enemies, but there are other people that I've <laughs> just not ended things well with, friendship-wise. And I never run into them, weirdly. I mean, not on wood, because now I probably will. But if I did, it's, like, fine. I don't care. So, yeah, I think I... I definitely touched on this before but there was just this other person that I used to be friends with that it was a very similar vibe of person and I don't want to be super like reductive or shitty but it's just like a kind of person or when you're a girl (laughs) I don't know what this says about me but at least growing up it was just I always noticed that it was like you could consider yourself to be a good friend of this person and vice versa but she would still always no matter what put boys ahead of your friendship regardless of if it was like someone that she was just just met or was going to meet or someone you know like it was just always or it's like if you there would always be some weird competitive thing if you liked a guy then she would go and I'm just like but I thought we were friends you know like this is weird why would a buzz that's my phone like why would someone who I considered my friend kind of do this I don't know. It's not so so much to me about, like, man, I really liked that guy. It's more like you purposely were trying to, uh, I guess, assert your dominance in some way to me where I feel like, why? Like, I wasn't trying to, like, compete with you, but now you're acting like we're competing? I don't know. doesn't always happen like that, but I feel like it does sometimes and like I said it's just a kind of person that I've yeah anyway yeah this this other person that I was talking about (laughs) it's I don't know I don't want to like go on and on about it I just think it's like it definitely makes me think about myself and 
how I like to consider myself a good person, but I am always questioning that. Um, I think about, not this sounds a little bit too dramatic, but I do feel like I have intrusive thoughts a lot where it's just like, I'm a bad person because of this and all this random shit that I did when I was like eight or something, you know, and it just like will come flying back into my head and just kind of that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, as time goes on and I like have these kinds of relationships, it's always really with girls that end up that way. I, I don't know. I just want to like think that it's like, who cares anymore? You know, that this was all so stupid. Maybe it's easier for me to say that from the position that I'm in. And I will admit that when someone pisses me off, I'm not, like, necessarily nice about it. Sorry, what the hell is that? What is that? Really? Who is that doing that? It's so frustrating. Anyway. um, Hi, Buzz. My cat is so cute. Um, you know, so maybe in a way it's easier for me to tell myself, oh, well, this is a personality type that I don't get along with. And like that kind of uh, absolves me of any responsibility and being a toxic person in my own ways. But I'm also aware of that acutely. So I, um, I don't know, I go back and forth on it. And I know, <laughs> you know, in between me recording this and the last thing that I did, which was, like think, I think, at the end of October. Um, I was just like, wow, this is just, like, the most solipsistic bullshit I've ever done. And I was like, but yeah, but, like, that's also kind of the point, you know? So, I don't know if I'm always trying to justify it to myself or not, but that's sort of how I live my life. Um, which brings me to my next thing that I wanted to talk about. When I was in Michigan with my boyfriend, we were hanging out with, <laughs> funnily enough, the, one of the other people that I lived with in college, with the person who went on a date with my friend. And um, so I was visiting her and her boyfriend, and we were talking about how, you know, we're all just kind of weird online people that are really into kind of niche stuff, I don't know, um, excuse me, cracking my neck, my friend and her boyfriend are very good at finding weird, obscure media and videos and music and stuff online, like, web content from, like, all over the world, and, you know, I love that stuff, they have this, like, appreciation for that level of I don't know, like delving into certain, I want to say types of media, but like you, there's a certain amount of digging and, you know, energy that you have to put forth when you find this kind of stuff. You, you really do have to look for it a lot of the time. So it takes a certain kind of person to do that. And that's the kind of person that I like because I'm also that kind of person. So we were discussing, you know, internet stuff as we do. And then we started talking about 
um, I think it was Nadine who brought up, who's my friend's boyfriend, her name is Katie, he brought up R9K and that incel community on uh, 4chan and just the culture around that and how I think there was something about it being somewhere where you couldn't post the same thing twice like you couldn't post something that had already been posted which is you know unlike other I, I'm obviously I'm just just a, I'm, I might probably getting this wrong because I haven't done the research on it myself but anyway so I thought it was interesting that a place like 4chan which has been the origination the place of origination for so many different memes and parts of online culture that are like still exist today um I just thought that was interesting and kind of how R9K and other communities like that have been forced into other places and that's how we started getting to discussing I don't this is the most pretentious thing I've ever said but what I coined as the pervert diaspora which is you know just this on this online phenomenon of like at the beginning of the internet um and even like the precursors to that but you know it was just so much easier to do fucked up shit and now things are just so much more heavily surveilled and moderated that it's just forced the fucked up people deeper into the crevices below the surface of the internet and that doesn't mean that it's you can't happen across them or I'm, I'm sorry happen upon them but it's it's like that's another part of the danger to it is because you can happen upon it it can fuck I don't know okay so it's a whole thing right and I just thought it would be interesting for people like us to talk about and make art about and write about so I've been excited about putting that together and I feel a bit not hypomanic but it's just like here's a new thing that I've been excited about working on and I haven't totally abandoned anything else that I've done but I worked on it so much and then I stopped and now I'm doing this other thing and I'm like I'm probably just going to continue to do that over and over again and not finish anything but you know hopefully if there are other people involved and I can just keep myself motivated about it it's something that I could pull together so I've been doing a lot of like illustrations and stuff for it uh which has been a really fun exercise for me because something that I wanted to discuss uh more in depth but I guess this will be in, in whatever a preview but was the the reddit subreddit iblech which is the opposite, it's the antithesis of eye bleach. So it's, you know, if eye bleach is something like a picture of puppies that you look at uh, to cleanse the palate of your mind if, after you've seen something fucked up, eye bluff is the thing that's fucked up that will make you need eye bleach. So because places that I used to look at, like watch people die and gore and stuff like that have been erased from Reddit, this and similar communities have kind of cropped up and I've just become really fascinated with it is I love going on it 
not because, you know, I don't know. I just find that stuff fascinating and I just love confronting myself with it. So, um, it's the, it's like fulfilling this morbid curiosity. And that was the, another thing that I wanted to talk about was just what keeps me and other people like me coming back to look at stuff like this. It's almost kind of addictive in a way there is not necessarily an adrenaline spike, but there's some kind of, no pun intended, but visceral reaction you get from viewing, like, depravities, and, you know, it's not like, oh yeah, I love watching cartel videos of people getting carved up, it's so awesome, but I, I will, like, kind of look at it and be like, wow, like, this shit's happening in the world, that's so fucked up, like, I, I don't know, I, there's just this part of me that needs to be reminded of stuff like that, and I, again, wanted to discuss, hi Buzz, he really loves to be the center of attention, um, I wanted to discuss that, and why, you know, why, what makes us so interesting, and what are the reasons that people, I mean, I just saw there was a post that was like, oh, we have 200,000 members now, or followers, whatever. And I'm like, that's a lot of people that are fascinated by this, and it is this, like, phenomenon. Anyway, so I took some images that I found from content on iBlech and illustrated it. So it's it's a good combination of, like, both perverted in a sexual sense and perverted in just disgusting sense so there's like a beheaded person and this photo of a woman uh sawing the dead body of the boyfriend that she killed with her like lover and she's like posing naked with it and um (laughs) there's another screenshot of a video i found i think that was posted there of a some one of these fucking fucked up porn things which you know it's like one of that that dungeon there's some dungeon in like i think it's in san francisco or something where they just have like fucked up porn is one of those kinds of things and it's just this woman who has her legs her feet and arms kind of bound and her legs like tied to pegs on the floor that are kind of far apart so that her legs are spread obviously. And, um, then they pour, I guess it's concentrated capsaicin, which is what makes peppers spicy on her vagina, her vagine, her vagina. I'll call it the real word, word, her vulva actually. And then she's just kind of squirming in pain and crying. And there's, there's definitely people who find that shit hot. And part of me is like, I kind of get it, but I'm also like, this is also extremely depraved and makes me very uncomfortable because as someone who has a vagina that there was one time it wasn't capsaicin but I had this essential oil peppermint spray in my like old shower and somehow some got there and it was so uncomfortable and I can only imagine that this is like that times a billion instead of like freezing ice cold burning hot no thank you um, 
I went on about that for a while. So, bless you, Buzz. He's sneezing. We're, we're both <coughs> a little bit under the weather. Um, but, uh, so, so yeah, and I, I've been looking at other stuff when I come across something. I'm like, oh, this would be cool to draw. And then now I have all these really fucked up pictures saved on my phone of, like, dismembered bodies and stuff. Because I'm like, this would be cool. But um, I guess a lot of... I just kind of wanted to, like, make something that uh, I'm picturing a much younger version of me. uh, Let's say, like, 13 or something. 12 coming across this and just being totally like oh my god this is crazy and you know like for someone like me I would be like this shit is awesome like I want to make stuff like this and I'm always kind of trying to uh, appease the 12 year old inside of me that would be impressed by the stuff that I do now so um it was kind of that, you know, what fucking 12-year-old wouldn't see something called the pervert diaspora and pick it up and flip through it and see, you know, illustrations of beheadings and shit like that and fucked up sex stuff and read essays and stuff about it. I mean, that sounds really interesting. And So when I posted about it on Twitter, people sounded, they responded. They were like, this sounds cool. And I was like, awesome. So, uh, hopefully it's not one of those things that I just, like, forget about. I feel like now that I'm saying this, it's, like, cursing it. So, I'll knock on wood again. But, uh, we'll see. I want to keep doing it and doing stuff. There's so much stuff I need to do. Fuck. I'm just kind of... It's just busy lately. Between my actual job and all this other stuff I'm trying to do and chilling you know who has time for all of that i don't i definitely don't but yeah so uh yesterday i talked with this guy who is working on making this anthology film i don't want to jinx it so i don't want to like say too much but he was like oh i like wanted you to be the person the main person in the first one because I saw you in blood stab and I was like, this girl will do anything. And um, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but I was saying like, you know, I did stuff like that for fun because like it's fun to do and it gets, when you want to do acting and stuff, you have to have experience before you do anything really cool most of the time. So, even if it's something stupid and fun, I don't really care because I, I'm not going to be like, I'm not, I'm above this. And, and there were points where I, when I was doing Blood Sad, where, <laughs> Blood Sad, where I was like, I I'm, I'm, think I'm above this. But then when I saw it, I was like, okay, like as long as people liked it, you know, I still can't watch it myself because it's just really hard for me to watch for many reasons. But as long as other people enjoyed it, you know, and it, it led to upper, other opportunities for me, then I can't be too upset about it. Um, so that's cool. I mean, again, I said I don't want to jinx it, so hopefully it all works out. But it seems like it's going to be a thing that happens 
we just have to do, I don't know, they have to figure out more stuff. But, uh, so that's exciting, and, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's so weird. I was, I came up with an idea for, like, a webcom, 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 that should be a thing, a sitcom web series, uh, Again, this is not me being hypomanic. I just have a lot of really good ideas. Um, and this is it's gonna sound really on the nose when I uh, when I try and describe it here, but the idea was kind of something like two millennial wannabe podcasters in Brooklyn, and they just like keep fucking their shit up every time they try and do something and they have like mentors that are just podcasters playing obnoxious versions of themselves it was kind of uh inspired by curb your enthusiasm because we had so many good ideas for like scenarios that could happen on curb and we we're like what do we do with all this so we we're like oh let's use it make our own thing so, while it does sound kind of, like, derivative, and um, I think, to me, that's kind of the point, because I want it to be, like, kind of a satire. Well, in my head, it would be. If this ever gets made, I'm not saying it will, but, like, it would be really cool and fun if it did. Um, and I think we both can do the, like, curmudgeonly Jewish thing well. Not that it's going to be exactly like Curb, but you do have to channel that energy, and not everybody can do that, so. Um, I've been, I, I don't know, loving Curb again. I go through phases with TV shows where I just watch my favorite, I, you know, I go through my favorites, and then whatever I'm watching at the moment is one of my favorites. That I've already seen. Um, so, Curb. Although the new season is really good, too. So, at least that's, like, new. But I was watching Xavier Renegade Angel, which I keep trying to get my boyfriend into. And I feel like he's just not into it. Which, honestly, really bumps me out. Because it's so fucking funny. And good. And smart. And it's kind of like 30 Rock in that it... uh it just is like very quick fire makes a lot of references and jokes and puns and things that I feel like you really have to be paying full attention to like absorb as much as you can of them not to say that my boyfriend isn't smart and can't do that but I just think that some people when they watch something funny they don't want to have to think too much about it maybe or it's just not as funny because it seems overwrought to them but I like it because it's just fucking out there and crazy and, um, you know, one of the best pieces of media that exists as well as Wonder Shows, and I really like that. And those were shown on TV at, like, midnight or whatever, 2 a.m., but even today, I don't, I don't think they could even get on air at all because they're so fucking offensive to everybody and, like, I hate to sound like that kind of person, but, like, I, that, I miss that. 
I miss that stuff. You know, like, I'm Jewish. Do you think that, like, these shows don't make fun of Jewish people all the time? Because they do. And I still think it's funny. (laughs) That's just my personal lived experience. Um, But, like, yeah, I just kind of come from that more of a blue comedy vibe where I mean I love comedians like Jim Gaffigan who um, he doesn't even really swear he's I think he's really funny Um, I like Jim Gaffigan a lot but uh, I also just think that you know you shouldn't have to like be so concerned with what other people are you think they're preemptively gonna how they're gonna react to something that you want to say because it kind of dampens your I don't know I want to say intentions but I, I don't know if that's the right word but it I think it, it, it kind of sort of models the message that people are trying to get across because I think a lot of the time uh, when shows like that and for example like Reno 911 like they say so much offensive shit on that excuse me on that show and it's like yeah you could get mad that they're saying it or you could look at the show and realize they're like lampooning people in the country that like think this way and look at their cops and they're stupid like it's funny they're supposed to be incompetent and bad people you know it's like that's it's like it's always sunny and stuff like I don't know why that's gotten lost somewhere I mean I do know why but like I wish it hadn't because that stuff is funny um I think you can still kind of but people are so like I don't know not to say that if something like really offends you you shouldn't be allowed to say anything about it but I feel like it is kind of to a point now where it's like okay if someone says something that you don't like you know like, you can boycott them or whatever, and that's your choice, but I don't think that they should necessarily, like, have to bow to anyone's demands if they don't want to, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I know it's a slippery slope, and it's, like, a weird thing to talk about because there is a ton of vile shit online that I don't think anyone should fucking be allowed to say. But at the same time, you can't completely sanitize the world. And I feel like trying to do that um, becomes an impediment to society in a lot of ways. And just, like, I sound like a boomer, but... And honestly, I'm like... (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to say I'm inconsistent. I'm just... I don't know, I think about this shit a lot, so I... I'm someone who can be very sensitive as a person. Um, and when people are shitty and mean or critical even, like, I'm not going to act like it doesn't always... never gets to me. Because there are times when it does, even if it's not that much. But... You know, I'm not calling on those people necessarily to be silenced. 
necessarily really being harassing, but like, you know, having an opinion is, uh, you're right. And your ability to express it. Sure. Do that. And my ability to disagree with you and tell you that's your face is also my right. And we're allowed to fucking fight and I will take you out and you will die. So, I mean, that's, that's all within my rights, I believe. (laughs) Um, anyway, so there, there's a lot of, um, ground that I feel like I covered today, actually. Um, this is what happens when I have, like, work that comes in that I really don't feel like doing. Just kidding. I did it already. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have been talking a lot about some interesting things and getting kind of stoned and having really good conversations with people about it. So I figured now would be a good time to kind of talk it through with myself and see how other people may respond to that. Um, I know that I don't post that many episodes, but I did get a a couple messages that were people's Spotify raps, raps, Spotify raps, Spotify raps saying that I was their top listen to podcast, which is really funny. <laughs> Literally two people, but uh, it was uh, nice to know that anyone cares um, and is, is there listening. So uh, that's kind of part of the other reason I made it. I was like, you know, I'm going to do this for you guys, you two people out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but... um. Regardless, I hope that everyone has good holidays. I hope everyone had a good Hanukkah if you're Jewish. If you're not Jewish, you're going to hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you are Jewish, you're... No, never mind. <laughs> um, there was a girl that I went to high school with who said that. She said, I like Sydney, but I feel bad because she's Jewish, so she's going to hell. And I was like, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> it's not because I'm Jewish, Gretchen. <laughs> That's not why I'm going to hell. Anyway, um, I'm kind of on one this morning. Happy Monday. I fell asleep really early last night. Thanks to Benadryl. And I only take three. Don't take more than that. You will see the hat man and it won't be fun. It's never fun. I don't know why people do that. It's not fun. It's not cool. It's not chill. Take three if you want to just fucking pass out. I, I, still, I still saw spiders though. Not... not yesterday but uh, several weeks ago I took three to fall asleep and I saw spiders coming out of his shadow and I was like oh that's definitely the Benadryl and then I like fell asleep so uh fair warning to anyone who is doing that I heard the kids are um I guess I'll kind of wrap it up for now I think there's a lot of other things that I wanted to talk about that I didn't really get to but I'm not gonna like wait for them to populate in my mind um while the jeopardy song plays um do, 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 do. so i'm just gonna end it here and i you know if, if anyone has listened to this and wants to give me any feedback or whatever that's cool too or just in a conversation kind of way um but you know i guess like for now that's all i really wanted to talk about there's a few other things, but I'll bring them up next time. Um, you know, 
nothing that juicy. I don't know. I think people... People think I'm a piece of shit. I think. Actually, I think it's, like, three people. And... You know what? You reach a point where it's, like... The people who think you're a piece of shit... Are kind of pieces of shit. So, if they liked me, I'd be like, eh, it's kind of weird. What am I doing wrong? And that's the thought that I'll leave you with for today. So, have a beautiful Monday. Excellent holiday. And if I don't record anything before then, a wonderful new year. Kisses and hugs.